Kelly Gibney has two sort of festive recipes today. Charlotte Ryan previews the weekend in music, and she has a classic Top Twins song for us. Joe McCarroll talking about planting natives for birds and a new five-part digital guide to predator control that her publication, New Zealand Gardener, is doing. And Critter of the Week is coming up after 3 o'clock today, uh, rather after 3.30, with some more news on where some of the uh, Critter T-shirt money is going. And today we're looking at the Spittlebug, one of Nicola's favourites. It's 8 past 3, let's talk food. And Kelly Gibney joins me now to share a couple of amazing recipes from her latest book called Enjoy. Hi Kelly. Hello. I'm officially an influencer because I ran into a dad, a school dad the other day, and he said, I bought Kelly Gibney's book after hearing about it on your radio show. Thought, that's one sale we can mark up to uh, the Jesse Mulligan influencing effect. Yeah, I could make you an affiliate salesperson. <laughs> that sounds amazing. That would definitely be a breach of uh, RNZ editorial rules, <laughs> Kelly, but I'm happy for you to um, uh, to tell people what you've been up to and to share some beautiful recipes. It's um, It's great having you on and you're always kind of thinking about how your food fits into people's lives and it is the 1st of December today so have you got sort of Christmas entertaining on the mind? Yeah, do you know I think there's lots of things about Christmas that put a lot of pressure on us, you know all the consumery things, I don't know, a busy rush at the end of the year but what we're going to eat is a thing that brings me a lot of joy Mm. and I'm totally happy to start turning my mind to what Christmas Day is going to involve Um, and both of these recipes that I want to talk about today are things I served last year on our Christmas Day, and, uh, and uh, yeah, they're both in my new book. Fantastic. And um, the first one is great if you're going to somebody else's Christmas and they say, hey, do you want to just throw together a salad? And you don't want to do same old, same old, right? You want to do something yeah. a bit special that's going to get some oohs and ahs from the people at the table. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think I've said it on here before, but I've really fallen back in love with quinoa after – just totally overdoing it. Me too, me too. Discovered it. You learned to, well, like, I've learned to wash it and that's made a big difference. A hundred percent. To wash it and to use it in places where its texture really makes sense. Um, and I really like it in a salad like this. So this is a Moroccan quinoa, chickpea, carrot and hemp seed salad. And it it's great for Christmas Day because it um, sort of it hangs about being delicious for a while, you know, mm-hmm. you can have leftovers for it the next day and it will still, it's not soggy or anything like that. Yeah. The flavours really, really hold up. Yeah, a dressed salad can be tricky 24 hours later, particularly if it's been in the fridge, right? Yeah, but quinoa is a green that doesn't doesn't tend to get soggy. This one I've, yeah, I've made over and over again for kind of entertaining things. And I think it's nice for Christmas because it's got a jeweled sort of appearance with carrots and pistachios and dates and lots of pops of colour, but it also just feels a bit more interesting. And I love about our Southern Hemisphere Christmas that it can be a real mix of those cosy foods, which I love, roast lamb and roast potatoes, but also we get to be playful and keep it fresh because of the weather. Yeah, cool. So how do we make this one? Okay, so you're going to cook some quinoa, rinse it well beforehand. That's a really good tip. I cook it in stock to get um, maximum flavour in there. So we'll cook that, leave the lid on, pop that aside. Uh, We're going to heat some oil in a sauté pan, add some onion and garlic, and just cook that without browning until the onion's tender and translucent. And then I throw in some fennel seeds, cumin, garam masala, and smoked paprika. Not the end of the world if you don't have one of those. 
and then just cook cook that for a minute and then I pop in a drained tin of chickpeas and some lemon zest, cook that for another few minutes and then I'm going to stir through that quinoa that I cooked and some hemp seeds, a quarter of a cup. That's optional as well. I just really like them, yummy texture, yummy flavour. Yeah, not everyone has hemp seeds in their pantry, Kelly. Are they hard to come no, by? No, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely not a food elitist. That is optional. But um, I quite like having them around, and it's a nice spot to use them. So um, you're going to throw in the quinoa and some hemp seeds, season that really well, and then leave it for 10 minutes just to cool down to um, just to warm, and then add some shredded carrot. I like to use um, I like to use it with a julienne peeler rather than a grater because it, it's got a nice shape and it mm, holds nice one. Firm yeah. for longer. Um, so we're going to add carrot, lemon juice, some chopped dates, pistachios, parsley, and fresh thyme. And fresh thyme is like, I think it gets kind of overlooked because we cook thyme a lot, but yeah. actually fresh, fresh thyme is awesome. It's How got cool. such a yummy flavor. Um, and then you're done. And so sometimes if I'm using it as a, almost like a main, then I sometimes will top it with avocado as well. But that's sort of optional for Christmas Day. I would probably just um, scatter more fresh herbs on top. That's it. Yeah, we're done. That sounds so good. Yeah, it's delicious. It's a really good one, and I think it's good for the for the quinoa suspicious. <laughs> Charlotte Ryan's just walked in. Are you quinoa suspicious? I used I to be. She's not. <laughs> I, used, I used to be, but no, I love it. I do. I was one of those people that could never say it though, and I'd be like uh, quinoa. quinoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think like Joaquin Phoenix and quinoa. Joaquin and quinoa are opposites, um, but uh, same same sounds. Um, you wouldn't. You haven't fallen back in love with black quinoa, though, have you, Kelly? That always seems so scratchy to me. Oh, I quite like it. It's just not as um, easily accessible. You know, I used to live near that lovely bulk food shop in Sandringham, and I could get quinoa that was black and read really easily. But I live in this far-off land called Teatatu Peninsula, and we <laughs> just don't seem to have black quinoa in this neighbourhood, and so I don't use it as much. But I reckon it's good in salads or in a blend. Like, I love a Oh, yeah. blend. It's good. Thank you. That's Moroccan quinoa, chickpea and hemp seed salad. And now you've got a good stuffing recipe. It feels like ages since anyone gave us a stuffing recipe. Thank you. What's inspired this? This is kind of, I just love, I mean, I'm, recipe like this it's the epitome of kind of the, the cozier side of things that I really like yeah. um we you know we'll buy a loaf of sourdough most weekends and if we don't finish it I chuck the rest of it in the freezer to use in recipes and so this is a really good way to use slightly stale um sourdough or it's worth buying some just for the purpose so it's a sourdough stuffing and it's got bacon celery and apple and it's not a, a stuffing that is a side dish rather than anything to put inside a chook um it's like last year I'd made slow roasted lamb and I still made the stuffing. And mm. it's, it's almost like a tips into like a savoury bread and butter pudding. Yeah. It's, do you, um, with that old sourdough bread, because it can get quite hard, do you use the outside, like the crust as well, or just the, the kind of fleshy inside? No, I use the whole thing because what to say adds stock and there's an opportunity to, it softens down and mm. you get a nice mix of, uh, crunchy bits and soft bits and that's kind of what's good about a grunty sourdough loaf is it gives you all that texture of the bits that are a bit more chewy and the bits that And you up. don't use, in your cooking, you never use meat just for the sake of it but you reckon it's worth throwing in some bacon here? I do and I use bacon really sparingly actually in cooking I find it incredibly rich um, but I like it here with the apple and the sage, it's really cosy and yummy but you could easily make this vegetarian I was thinking about this and instead of using 
bacon or apple, I would maybe use just prunes because they've got um, a rich enough flavor and a sweet but not too sweet to make this a really good vegetarian. With the sage, I think it'd be great. Great. And our sage plant has just been such a success. It's about a meter wide now, and so I'm very pleased to see a recipe that features sage because (laughs) it doesn't pop up that often. It's not like parsley or coriander. You could be doing just piles and piles of sage fried eggs every weekend. (laughs) I know. Yeah, it gets a bit much. Um, So how do we make it? Okay, so we're going to take about half a loaf of of sourdough and tear it into big chunks, kind of four to five centimetre roughly. There's not really a wrong way to do that. Um, And if it's quite fresh, then I will pop it in the oven at 180 degrees for five minutes just to dry it out a little bit more. And then you um, heat some olive oil in a sauté pan, add some onion, celery, garlic uh, and bacon and cook that until the onion is tender. Then add a few tablespoons of butter in, finely chopped apples and herbs and I use rosemary and sage here and cook that for a couple of minutes with some cracked black pepper and then I add the sourdough, toss that all through and then half of the quantity of stock that we're going to use in this case that I'm using chicken stock, you could use veggie stock, so just three quarters of a cup and stir that all through, toss it so the bread's evenly coated let it cool down and then you can pop it into um, a greased oven proof dish at that point you could actually put it in the fridge for a day, mm. so you could make this a sort of time. Otherwise, if you're going to carry on, you're going to whisk together the remaining quantity of stock, three quarters of a cup with an egg, whisk that, pour it over the top of that stuffing, cover it with foil, bake it for an hour, and halfway through that cooking time, remove the foil so that it can brown up. And then, yeah, you're done. It's wonderful. Just a perfect accompaniment to meat, I guess. Yeah, I, it's great. Okay, I had it with lamb. It's good with any meat. It's a, just another good carb option. I think it would be just as great. I can imagine it in a vegetarian feast. Oh, yeah. There's not a lot not to like about bread baked with herbs no. and <laughs> butter and stock and all sorts of yummy stuff. Thanks, Kelly. Great to talk to you. Thank you. Both those recipes are on our website, rnz.co.nz. Jessie.